your horse training questions answered. Answered. Welcome to the Carson James Podcast, your weekly boost of horsemanship. No jargon, no fluff, and no BS. Just natural, proven solutions that work. And now, here's Carson James. All right, welcome to the podcast. This one is going to be about a question I was asked at a clinic a while back, and it's kind of recurring, and it's a pretty good question. And it basically goes, uh, how can my horse be really good at groundwork but act like he's in kindergarten once I'm in the saddle? So there's a couple things about that. Remember, groundwork, you know, good groundwork is a pretty relative term, and it's different to different people. Usually, when I say usually, I mean like 99% of the time, uh, the groundwork is not really as good as it could be. And there's a lot of different ways we could talk about that. For example, uh, you know, a horse needs to be really light to all your signals while on the ground. So like, if you want that horse to back up, what what I would call good groundwork as far as backing is you can be, you know, 10 or 15 feet out in front of him and just barely wiggle that rope and he'll just start backing right up, you know, real nice with some effort. Uh, he's real good and straight, not crooked. So that's just one example. But uh, even if your groundwork truly was, you know, pretty great, you can still have him be not good in the saddle. And the reason that is, is it's pretty simple to look at it like, uh, you know, maybe I'm really good at math, but my grammar is like really, really awful. So, you know, it's just like humans, it's very easy for a horse to be really good at certain things in a certain scenario under certain circumstances. But then when those things change, he's, you know, all of a sudden not very good at it anymore. Uh, Like when I was first learning to to spell my name, if I was, you know, at the desk and in, you know, in kind of my comfort zone and everything was right, when I was starting to learn it, you know, I I could get it right and do a pretty good job with it. But there was a while there to where if you took me like to a, busy shopping mall and there was a lot of noises and a lot of people looking at me saying write your name I would you know I would struggle with it pretty bad but as long as I had somebody to keep reassuring me hey you did it right this is good there you go well see these days it doesn't matter how many days I've had off it doesn't matter the weather it doesn't matter if there's other people around or not around uh you know, if you ask me to spell my name, I can just, I can do it anywhere, anytime, no matter what, and do it without flinching. So a lot of times these horses get to where they kind of, you know, they'll kind of make us think they kind of get it, but usually they are not really getting it as much as we would like to think. Uh, a while back, somebody said, yeah, he was, uh, He was backing up really good on Tuesday, but now today he's throwing his head really bad, and I can't figure it out because he knows this. Okay, well, 
see, they, they thought that just because he got it right a few times that he knew it. But if that's the story, then it's more like he stumbled on to the right answer a few times in a row, but was apparently not giving and not given enough reassurance that that was the right thing to do. So the next day when asked to back up, he, uh, he tried throwing his head to get release instead of backing up, you know, so they can go up and down and do different things. So you want to be really good at making sure that you're kind of an expert at giving them confidence and saying, yes, you did it right. Yes, you did it right. Yes, you did it right. Otherwise, they'll bounce around and be inconsistent. You know, uh, there's a few things that let you know you're on the right track. And uh, one of them is environment does not change how they ride and act and their attention and all that. Another one is time off does not uh, does not influence them. So like even if your horse has been off for a year, you should be able to jump on him. And within, you know, a ride or two, probably not even that much, have him right back where you left him a year ago. So those are kind of some good indicators that he truly does know it and wasn't just guessing the right answer multiple times in a row. You know, another good example of that is people say, yeah, my horse trailer loads fine. But then if you were to, if you were to be, you know, 20 feet from the back of the trailer, take the halter off and smooch, would he turn and trot over there and jump right up in the trailer most horses you know probably not and that's fine but that's just an example of how you know just because the horse got in the trailer doesn't really mean he was really wanting to find it and get in it you know so there's you want to be pretty careful before you tell somebody yeah my horse is good at blank because they might ask you to prove it and say, well, if he's perfect at it, do it bridleless. Or, you know, if his groundwork is perfect, then you should be able to be 10 or 15 feet away and at liberty with no halter on him, get him to side pass and lunge and lower his head and back up and come forward and move his hips left and right, move his front end left and right, and so on and so forth. So kind of the what you should be thinking about as, you know, for the answer, you know, how do I get my horse to where he's just as good in the saddle as on the ground? Well, the answer for that is, number one, you know, it's very possible to become the kind of person that is great at getting a horse to lunge from the ground but they are just really bad at riding. They don't have an independent seat. They're always hanging on their face, you know. So if you want your groundwork, if you want your riding, your saddle work to be as good as your groundwork, you're going to have to work on yourself and get it to where you can ride just as good as you can do groundwork, see. Uh, so not to discount groundwork, you know, a lot of times you'll hear groundwork and riding are the same thing, but they're really not. It's a whole different situation. Uh, the feel is completely different to the horse. When you're on the ground and you pull out to the side, it you know pulls directly out. 
when you're up on his back and you pull out to the side, it pulls kind of outward, but also at a little bit of an upward angle because your hand is kind of back behind his face. And that's just one example. But, uh, you know, the whole, the real point of groundwork is to establish a baseline of uh, being able to carry on a conversation with a horse. And, you know, in a conversation, he's talking to you and you're talking to him. It goes both ways. So the point of groundwork is to kind of establish that, that baseline where he's thinking the same thing you're thinking. Well, then if you swing a leg over and he all of a sudden is no longer thinking what you're thinking, well, then you need to kind of realize, okay, well, the answer is not to get off and do more groundwork because, you know, if it truly is really, really good, but it's just not good in the saddle, then you just need to start finding some things you can change and things to do maybe you haven't been doing or things to stop doing that you have been doing or uh, maybe you need to get firmer at different times. Maybe there's times where you're being firm where you need to be light or vice versa. So you've got to find a way to start getting inside their head, getting them relaxed and calm mentally, you know, where they're ready to start learning. You got to get them neutral where they're ready to start learning. Uh, if a horse is real buddy sour and the buddy's standing over to the right, it's going to be real hard to get that horse to side pass to the left physically you might have him side passing to the left but mentally he's trying to get over there with his buddies so see that's a you guys can kind of see how that could present a problem right there's a a mental disconnect of his thoughts and the rider's thoughts and where groundwork and riding are the same is you're just you're constantly trying to get inside that horse's head and get it to where he thinks the same thing you're thinking. If you think stop, he does too. If you think lunge, so does he. If you think move the shoulders, so does he, you know. So that's what you're constantly trying to establish. Now, to really go any deeper than that, we would need like a specific scenario of well, my like, well, here we'll make one up. Uh my horse backs up great on the ground, but once I'm on his back, he just stands there and flings his head. Okay, well, you know, on the ground, you probably back him up in a little bit of a different feel or way than you would when you're on his back. So if you got him backing up good on the ground, you would just need to get where you could apply that same timing of the pressure and the release and all that. You would need to get to where you could do that while you were sitting on his back up above him. And as simple as it sounds, if you can just get that figured out and get kind of consistent about that, well then, in you know, just a couple short sessions, he'll be backing up in the saddle just as good as he backs up on the ground. So, uh, you know, it can definitely be possible that your groundwork is actually good and you're good at groundwork. You just need to get better at riding you need to get better balance better at posting your trot better at uh, developing an independent seat so you're not hanging on his face all the time you know all that kind of stuff so i hope that uh hope that kind of helps answer the question and uh, we will talk to you guys next time thanks for tuning in you've been listening to the carson james podcast real simple horsemanship 
Subscribe now to get new questions answered every week. If you enjoyed this week's podcast, drop us a review and share it with your horsey friends. 